Welcome to Changing Channels Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike Mac Masunas. How's everybody doing today? And uh, what's up, Jameson? We are back, sir, for a new episode of Changing Channels. Can you believe it, sir? Finally. Finally. We are back. Oh, man. Yeah. I uh, I apologize to the, the channel surfers for this long delay, but, uh, you know, sometimes real life steps in. It's all your fault. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll take the blame. <laughs> no, nah, man, it's cool. It's, uh, you know, we did kind of say on the last episode uh, that uh, it was going to be kind of tentative with the whole weather situation because you, for your job, when it snows, that's how you make the big bucks. That's how you bring home the bread. There you uh, go. Is you you do the the snow plowing and then you have a baby coming any day now, right? It could be. Any minute now. Any minute now. So that is why today we are doing something special. Not only are I've never done this before ever. Not only are we recording changes channels for today, but immediately after this we're recording some STL, man. Yeah, man, it's it's gonna be good. Hopefully there's no uh, breaking news in the middle of this. I hope not. That that'll pretty much be your last podcast for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, how you been, man? It's good to talk to you finally. Good, man. Been busy, but uh. It's been good. I've been enjoying uh, enjoying this beautiful Wisconsin winter that we have up here. And uh, yeah, man, just watching some Big Bang like crazy for this. Oh, man. I, I don't have to watch Big Bang like crazy because I already watched Big Bang like crazy. <laughs> and uh, this actually is a very exciting episode because, you know, pretty much outside of last episode, but even last episode was really dedicated to old school news, not really current, but... We are talking our current show. We've never done that before. Never right. that's still on the air every single week, on, you know, minus hiatus, whatever. It's at the height of its powers. It, exactly. And got renewed for two more years just a couple months ago. So, I mean, this is something that I'm very excited to be talking about. And we actually had a vote going up. Uh, we had uh, this versus Mary with Children. And me and you thought this was going to dominate the vote. And it was neck to neck for like two weeks. I was like, wow. And uh, this one by one vote, my wife voted twice. So I count hers as one because she just loves this show that much. Uh, So we decided that uh, we would grant the people uh, this episode and do Marry with Children because it was such a close race. And the people spoke and said, we want to hear Marry with Children. So we will do that as the next episode. But the next episode could be a couple months from now. so <laughs> You never know. It's all good in the hood, though, right, sir? Right. So uh, before we roll into our topic, sir, do you want to talk some TV news? Because we got a lot to talk about since we haven't uh, been back for a while. So Let's do it. 
Yeah, we did miss the February episode, but hey, what what can you do? You know, life life is the way it is. So hey, I like to think February is a short month. I like to think in a normal month, it would still be February. There you go. Yeah, because it is March second, which technically would be February thirtieth. February thirtieth. So there you go. So awesome. Hey, my fault. The months are short. All right, sir. So here's what I got for TV news. I'm pretty excited about it. And I guess you could say this is the biggest news of them all. And it just came out yesterday. Whose line is it anyway is coming back to TV. And I am extremely excited about this, sir. Really? Yes. You didn't know. So so is this, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Is this going to be, did did they announce what kind of lineup it's going to be? Like who's going to be on it? Yep, yep. Uh, Man, I shared this story like five times on Facebook yesterday. Did you not? Dude, I was, I was, I I told you yesterday, I hadn't been on the internet the entire day. I was a busy man yesterday. I'm I'm out of it. What's wrong with you, man? (laughs) My apologies. You're supposed to be on Facebook during work. Right. What's wrong with you? Okay. (laughs) Uh, Here's the cool thing. Uh, Not much has changed in regards to how they're going to do this. Um, As you know, uh, originally it was a British show and then became an ABC uh, with Drew Carey and everything like that. And and the reason I love this show is I became a huge fan of Wayne Brady. But my guy was always not the bald-headed guy, but the guy. Ryan Styles. Yeah, Ryan, the guy that every time they did the hoedown, he always had the best comebacks ever. And that's why they always saved them for last. We are getting back. Ryan Stiles, Wayne Brady, and Colin are coming back. And the host is no longer Drew Carey, which I can live with. It's uh, Aisha T- uh, Tyler from The Talk, huh. which, which I know her. And uh, it's not going to be on ABC. It's going to be on the CW of all places. Okay. But I'm excited because the three favorite dudes are coming back and i am ecstatic for that because this was one of the this is like big bang back in the day for me and my wife we would watch this every day whenever it was on reruns and all this was our show man nice so so what's your thoughts on this man are you Uh, drew not coming back oh yeah i'm i'm totally cool with that because he he the host on both versions played the smallest role by far you know, they're just facilitating and throwing out fake points and giving you scenarios. That's it. Right. At least the talent is back. Exactly. The, the, in my opinion, these three guys are the show. It's these three guys together make the show. I'm fine with special guests and extra people. I know they had that one guy with the short uh, kind of spike hair. Uh, he was kind of on it for a while. I can't remember his name. I always liked Greg Proops on there, too. He was he was on there quite a bit. I liked him. That's the guy I'm speaking about. But the the three main guys are the ones that I'm digging, So and I'm glad that they're back. So super cool. excited. As far as when it comes back, uh, there's there's you know they just announced it, so there's still works and all that other stuff is coming into play. But point being, man, it's coming back, and I am super excited about this. So Nice. All right, sir. So, uh, Walking Dead, obviously, season four. They are going to be starting to film that. Uh, the production starts in May. And there's kind of been teasing about uh, more characters and less action. It's kind of been the news. So, uh-huh. are, you cool? uh-huh. are you cool with that? Um, I'm cool with whatever they do that is good. Uh-huh. Um, season three has been pretty standout, especially... Um, since they came back from their break, it's been pretty, pretty great. Um, 
And so really they haven't, you know, some, some episodes are better than others uh, as a whole during the series. But you know what? They really haven't had a misstep, a major misstep yet in the series. So I trust the producers and the writers implicitly. They've, they've earned it. So I, I just love the show. Excellent. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh, since I'm not caught up yet, I think what we'll do is when we get around the 100th episode of STL, that's the big the big one for Karate Kid, I think around that same time, the big episode will be you know, The Walking Dead for CCP. I think we'll, we'll do that episode. What do you think, sir? I like it. Good times, man. We'll kind of do hand in hand, you know, the big STL and the big CCP episode because everybody will not you know cannot wait for the walking dead episode so i'll uh, i'll burn through all the seasons catch up and it'll be good times i'm excited so beautiful uh let's see here outside of that let's talk about something real quick kind of touch base on what we talked about last time but we won't spend a whole lot of time on it because not everybody's big fans but uh we did have a very big download for our wrestling episode i thought it went very well i had a lot of friends who don't even listen to podcasts, check out that episode and thought it was really cool. And they said, I'm officially a channel surfer and I can't wait to hear your Big Bang uh, episode. Nice. But to kind of, uh, you know, me and you, we have been talking about The Rock uh, being the new WWE champion. Me and you have had some words going back in regards to, uh, (laughs) uh, you know, how he won and CM Punk and all this and that. But uh, my predictions were correct. He's won the past two pay-per-views, but there's one thing that me and you both agreed on this past Monday, and uh, that was uh, John Cena fought CM Punk, and he came out with an amazing promo, a promo for those of you who don't know where usually when you get in front of the camera, you talk your smack, and you go out there and you wrestle. Well, usually the promos the past couple years have been pretty lame. John Cena essentially won the Royal Rumble, which automatically let him go to WrestleMania. And The Rock won the Royal Rumble, meaning that he became the new WWE champion. But uh, Elimination Chamber officially made it to where whoever won that went to WrestleMania. The Rock won. He is the champion. And uh, John Cena and CM Punk had a fight to see who was going to go to WrestleMania. That was a great, great match, too have to admit that's probably the best match i've seen in about five years it was phenomenal oh my gosh my kids uh my daughter fell asleep and i had her watch the next day because she's loves john cena for her it's the rock john cena uh ryback and uh sheamus are her four nice. her four favorites and she was having her nails in her mouth every mm. time cm punk was pinning him and he would every time he would knock out uh, she'd be like screaming yes, and that match was like a pay-per-view match. It was oh, it was, so- it was. I mean, they brought out moves that neither one of them have done on TV ever. Oh, I mean, when you have a pile driver which hasn't been done in forever, and you have Cena doing a hurricanrana like he's freaking Jeff Hardy. I mean, it's it's crazy. It was a it was a great match, and it just I, I think I texted you like, dude. Rock's got to up his game with this. Uh, it, that's the thing that we agreed on is as much as, you know, I am the Rock's biggest fan on the face of the planet. I'm his biggest supporter. But there's one thing that I have agreed on is the fact of since he has been back, and I'm not talking recently, but even last year, uh, his promos are funny, very entertaining, but he doesn't have the quote-unquote sting like he used to. No, he the promos are funny, but they're all they all sound very similar to each other. At this point, it's almost like he's sleepwalking through some of them. Yeah. 
because they're all kind of repetitive and the same thing had gotten, I thought the same thing had been with Cena too, is just seems like there's no fire. And then all of of a sudden recently with Cena, it's like the fire has been lit and like, all right, it's Rocky's turn. Yeah. And, and you said he, Cena has now set the bar, not only for promos, but after that match, he set the bar for a new style of match. And I'm very excited to see starting tomorrow where, the Rock, can he step up to that level? Which I, I think he can, but I think that Cena has set that bar pretty flipping high. And I am very, very excited, even more now than I was before after last Monday, because I wasn't even going to watch it. But uh, Watson was just like, dude, uh, there's blood. Can you believe <laughs> I, I immediately flipped over because Triple H came back bald-headed and knocked out uh, Lesnar and got stitches in his head. But we haven't had blood for many, many years. Yeah. And uh, I watched the Cena and Punk match. And my favorite thing is now that CM Punk has to shut up because the deal is if Cena wins, Punk has to go crawl in his hole and stop whining and now he has to, and hopefully seen, uh, Punk will move on to a new opponent. Oh, he's got his new opponent will be showing up Monday night. Okay, excellent. His new opponent hasn't been on TV in quite a while, so. You know, everybody's complaining, oh, the once-in-a-lifetime is once-in-a-lifetime too, but I'm sorry, I would rather watch Cena and Rock versus CM Punk for a third time in a row. It's getting very old. Yeah. You know, the first time, I can see your frustrations with the match, you know, I totally saw where you were coming from, but I didn't have a problem with it. The second time around, I thought The Rock really did kind of shut people up. You know, there was still that whole, oh, well, CM Punk, you know, he counted out like 11 times because the ref was knocked out. But right. it was a good match. But the Cena and CM Punk match on Raw was phenomenal. I mean, that's hands down the best match I've seen for many, many years. And uh, I'm very excited, sir, to see where this road to WrestleMania is going to head to. So, Me too, man. So, yeah, it's good stuff. Me and you always had some fighting words, but it was fun. It was all in love. It's all good. All in fun. All, all good times. So uh, I want to thank everybody for downloading that episode because uh, we, we rank pretty high when it comes to that uh, wrestling Monday Night Raw talk. So we kind of moved from like 30 to like 10. In like about a month. So we had a lot of downloads on that. So that was pretty good stuff, sir. Good time. Sweet. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of uh, TV talk because it is. So don't forget to check out Monday Night Raw tomorrow. And that's the official road to WrestleMania if you guys are excited about that. So, And the last bit of news I want to talk about is uh, 90210 on the CW got canceled. So I don't... No, that's too bad. I don't care, but... <laughs> the reason why I bring this up is we had very, very early um, renewals, sir, of Arrow, Supernatural, and the Vampire Diaries. Right. And I know you don't watch Supernatural and Vampire Diaries, but you do watch Arrow. Correct. I bet you're pretty pumped up about that, sir. Yeah, man. I'm, and it's, I mean, I, it's not a surprise that the uh, timing of it was kind of surprising just because, like you said, it was so early, but it is by far their biggest hit right now. And it's one of the big breakout hits on any of the networks for this season. And so that's, I, it was a no brainer that Arrow was going to get renewed. I, w- I was hoping so. I mean, I know it's doing good when TV Guy has, you know, vote for your favorite cover and Arrow's the pick from the CW. That's right. Cool. You know, I did have my worries. Remember, I, me and you, we talked about this kind of when we first started this show about, I don't know if I want to check out this Arrow. What if it's good and it gets canceled? But, 
the the good news is is that a lot of people have stuck with it and it's kind of as you said now it's a no-brainer but at first i was a little bit worried man i really was so because i yep. really really love that show it's definitely one of the shows that i would watch live hands down there's very few shows i'll watch live most of them i tape just like today i watched uh bones and that was like last tuesday and uh, of course i gotta make a quick joke about this uh, do you ever watch Law and Order SVU, sir? Oh, love it. Okay, thank you. Law and Order SVU has always been my favorite Law and Order. It's the best Law and Order. It is the best. And the latest episode I always love because in the beginning, me and, me and my wife Fonda, we always say the same thing at the same time. Whenever that thing comes up, this story is fictional, we hit each other and say, real story, because that always means that they're taking a true story and they're making it their own kind of thing. Right. Ripped from the ripped from the headlines. Exactly, and of course, as soon as the uh, douchebag Chris Brown showed up, I was like, "Oh, Chris Brown beats Rihanna." Mm-hmm. Oh, so I finally finished that episode. Did you finish that one, sir? No, I haven't gotten to it yet. I'm I'm a little bit behind on my DVR. That that's cool. Uh, but I was just like, "Wow, man, they're going they're going to the Chris Brown uh, Rihanna story." And I have to admit, man. It was very, very great episode. This whole season has been solid. There hasn't been one bad episode. And, you know, I we kind of mentioned this in our year end that I was a little bit worried about the new characters, but I've fallen in love with them. And I think that Law & Order SVU is stronger than it ever has been. I really do. It's just, it's so well written. And we talked about before, but they've always been able to on, on, on the regular Law & Order and on SVU, they've been able to take your favorite characters Get rid of them, bring in new people, and you think, oh, no, my guy's gone. But you know what? They're so well written and they're so well portrayed. They get the right people that you fall in love with the new cast. And uh, it's just they're so good at that. Dick Wolf is so good at writing these. It's great. It's true. I, I agree with you 100 percent, sir. So um, do you have any news at all that, you know, TV wise that? you know maybe you you know we haven't recorded in a little while that you're like oh i definitely want to bring this up because that's kind of all the big stuff that i really had uh no i don't have anything i can remember i don't know all right cool beans well uh should we call it a wrap for news and get to our topic sir let's get to some big bang all right let's do it our whole universe was in a hot dense state that nearly 14 billion years ago expansion started wait the earth began to cool the autotrophs began to drool neanderthals developed tools we built a wall we built the pyramids math science history unraveling the mystery that all started with a big bang since the dawn of man is really not that long as every galaxy was formed in less time than it takes to sing this song a fraction of a second and the elements were made the bipeds stood up straight the dinosaurs all met their fate they tried to leave but they were late and they all died they their asses off the oceans and Pangea see a wooden bar to be a set in motion by the same big bang it all started with the big bang it's expanding ever outward but one
I've been sick of us debating how we're here. They're catching deer. We're catching Religion or astronomy. It all started with the Big Bang. Okay, sir. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this just a little bit different than we have before. Uh, number one, we're going to put a spoiler alert on this. Uh, our boy Jason just recently got into Big Bang, and uh, I think he's at season two, season three. So uh-huh. We will give a spoiler alert when we get to season three, but here's what I wanted to do. I kind of wanted to – usually we talk the show as a whole. I kind of wanted to go season by season, if you will. It all, right. it all kind of blends together, but there's general themes that have happened, you know, and character development and character introductions, if you will. So I kind of wanted to do that. Are, are you kind of cool with that? I'll see what I can do. You'll see what you can do. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, we don't have to talk specific episodes, but that we can definitely talk how the characters have uh, changed between that particular season and so on. Yeah, I get what you're going. You get you get what I'm throwing down. So, yep. all right. So essentially, uh, the Big Bang Theory is uh, obviously on CBS and it premiered back in 2007 of all of all years. Uh, man, hard to believe it's been on that long. Yeah. The show was created by Chuck Lorre, who also created a show that me and you are not fans of, and that's Two and a Half Men. Right. And uh, it's amazing how I really didn't – here's kind of my introduction with this show. Uh, my sister-in-law cuts my hair, uh, and she loved this show, and she would kind of have it on randomly, but I never really paid attention. It wasn't until the episode where they all dress up as su- uh, superheroes – and mm-hmm. uh, comic book, I guess it was the it's the episode where they go to the comic book store and it's best costume and Penny, yep. and Penny is dressed up as Wonder Woman. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is actually funny. And originally Sheldon was a character, which we will get into the details in a little bit. But I, I just didn't like at first. And after watching uh, more and more episodes, I started to understand the characters and everything like that. Uh, but our essential uh, series revolves around five people. We have uh, two roommates, uh, Leonard Hofstetter, who's played by uh, Johnny Galecki. Now, you are probably going to know him from that old school TV show called Roseanne. And right, he was David. He was David. And a completely different kind of character, wouldn't you say, sir? Um, For the most part, there's there's bits of him that are are still with Leonard, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have uh, Sheldon Cooper, who's played by Jim Parsons, which if you've watched a lot of uh, Emmy Awards, this guy's pretty much racked them up when it comes to best actor in a comedy series. And then uh, we have Penny, who is the uh, gorgeous Kaylee Cuco. Uh, and I'm a big fan of Kaylee. Number one, my daughter's named Kaylee, but not because uh, we named her after her. It was just kind of a coincidence. <laughs> Uh, and it's funny, uh, most people spell Kaylee as K-A-L-E-Y, but yeah. my wife and me, we kind of took two different names that we like, combined them together. So we spell our daughters K-A-Y-L-I-E. So some stupid people are just like, oh, you named your daughter Kaylee. No, you idiot. It's Kaylee. Oh. <laughs> but uh, she is uh, a waitress and an aspiring actress who lives across the hall from Leonard and Sheldon. And Leonard has been in, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, He's been infatuated with her. Yeah, since the moment he met 
her. So for him, it was love at first sight. And we have uh, now these are all geeky characters, if you will, except for Penny. Penny is your typical normal person, uh, if you will. I mean, she's not a dumb blonde in any way, shape or form, but uh, she's no scientist or engineer like these kind of characters. Uh, We have the uh, friends of Leonard, but not really of Sheldon. And that's Howard Wallowitz, who is an aerospace engineer. And then, of course, we have an astrophysicist. Is that who, what he is, I believe? I think so. Yeah, Raj. Yeah, Raj uh, Kutharapali. Am I saying? Nice. Nice job. Thank you. I, I've been practicing. So Actually, I haven't been. I just randomly was able to say that. So I'm doing good. Uh, you have taught me well, sir. Me and you, we behind the scenes, we had some pronunciation school. So <laughs> I, I, thought I, uh, I thought I passed with flying colors. You've done well. You are a good uh, Jedi teacher. <laughs> but essentially, here's what's great about this show. Um, it's the, the characters are they're all flawed characters, which is, I think, the big appeal of this show. Uh, they're geeks, and, oh, man, they love comic book stuff. And uh, even somebody who's not into comic book, comic book movies or nerdum like Star Wars, Star Trek, any of that kind of stuff, you can still really enjoy the show because it's such a um, general type show. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I think what makes it so successful is that it has a little something for everybody. It has something for the big nerds. Um, it has something for the casual nerds. Um, and it's just so well written with the characters that it has something for people who aren't even, like you say, who aren't into comic books or any of that other stuff. That the Just the comedy itself and the characters are so well written. I'm, I mean, there's there's a thing in the last few years where it's become cool to be a nerd. You know, everybody claims to be a nerd of this, or I'm a video game nerd, or a Star Wars nerd, or a comic book. There's kind of a coolness to it, which I think people kind of latch on to now. And so that kind of helps this show, too. But it's got something for everybody. I mean, it's got, you know, like we've we've said before, you look in the background of uh, things on their shelves or things hanging from the wall, like, oh, look at that. That's so cool, you know. And uh, each of the characters is just a little bit different in what they're into. I think that helps, too. Can we talk about the unsung character of the show? And that's the comic book store. Right. How many times have you and me text each other and say, dude, I just paused this and spent the past 15 minutes going <laughs> to see all this stuff in the comic book store? Uh, I kid you not, my wife and me, we spent, it took us an hour and 10 minutes to get through the last episode because we're like, ooh, Dark Knight Rises. Look at that Spider-Man. Look at that Superman. Look at that Supergirl. That one's so much smaller than that one over in that corner. Look at that shirt. Should we go look at that shirt up on eBay? I mean, it's remarkable how awesome that comic book store is. And what I really enjoy is the fact of you know, most shows can't get away with this stuff. You got to pay all the licenses, you know, and look at all the different licenses they have in there. I mean, they even have Spawn. They have not just the big stuff, but they have the little stuff in there, too. Um, I actually saw Dark Knight Rises comic book. I mean, it's pretty awesome. So what's your thoughts on the comic book store? Yeah, no, I agree 100 percent, man. I love just a lot of times I'll be kind of glazed over. I won't even realize what is going on in the scene because I'm just looking at stuff on the background, looking what's hanging from that peg hook, um, in everything. You know, like when they show the 
the characters' bedrooms. I'm like, oh, that's what's inside their bedroom. Look at that. Look at that poster there. You know, just cool stuff that there's no way in the world I could get away with doing at my house. Oh. And so I'm just like, oh, that's that's cool. I like that. I, I get one of those, maybe put it in my basement. I, I love Howard's lightsaber. Yes. His bed. Awesome. So cool. I was like, can I get me one of those? And my wife's like, no. You know, it's like awesome. I I love the, especially in uh in Leonard and Sheldon's place. You walk in and you uh in the kitchen you have the Batman cookie jar. Yep. Uh, then you have uh I believe it's Batman Joker. You, there's action figures next to the door when you walk in. Well, sometimes they change them up, but for the most time it's the same. And I just love it, man. It, it's some good stuff. Um now. Spoiler alert, we're going to talk about the additional characters that have been added, which, in my opinion, have taken the show from a 10 to a 20. And my favorite is Bernadette. Okay. Bernadette is somebody who took the show to a whole new level in just the comedy. The uh, man, I just, I absolutely love Bernadette. She, her voice is so tender and sweet but yet somewhat annoying then when she gets angry which never happens it's phenomenal uh heard the comedy you know it really helped uh play off of somebody getting a female perspective because she was the only female in the show right and uh i really really love bernadette yeah i like her too um i really like because out of all the characters in the originally the one that I always thought was the weakest, at least personally for me, was Wallowitz. And I don't know why, it just seemed like he was the the most out there character to me. And so having him paired up with Bernadette and kind of the situations that brought, um, I, I liked it. It kind of made him more of a full character to me. Yeah, I think that's maybe why the show went so high above for me is because when she got added the chemistry between those two and the storylines created, yeah, really um, made Howard's character more full fleshed out than yeah. than just the guy who's never who's still a virgin and you know he wears these stupid red and green paint Ugh. and then uh, and then Amy Farrah Fowler. Now right. let me just say this: I have never been a fan of Blossom. I've always found. Uh, her to be annoying and I did not like her being added to the show but I have after repeated viewings of all the reruns have really come to enjoy this character mm-hmm. appreciate her comedy to the show and I fully am on board with this character so what are your thoughts about Amy sir yeah Amy for a follower man it was my umbiolic blossom um I, I kind of had similar feelings to you at first. And when they when she first came on the show, she was a different character than she is now. She was like uber nerd who didn't like they played her like she was almost robotic. Like she didn't understand what normal people were doing. Like, why would they do that? What? And now she's more a person. She's still kind of out there. But I, I like the fact that the two things she has, the the weird infatuation that she has with Penny where you don't know exactly where it's going, but she obviously wants to be like Penny and she wants to be Penny's best friend. And maybe there's something else there, but also how she does with Sheldon and the 
back and forth with them. Okay. So let's talk um, about Sheldon because in a lot of people's minds, Sheldon is the star of the show. Now, Sheldon is very, I mean, do we want to say OCD? Because I think OCD is a, a weak word to even use for this for this particular character. Uh, he, man, where, where can you even start with this guy? Sheldon is one of those guys who is an obvious genius. And with it, he is eccentric. And something's just tweaked in him where he doesn't understand how there, there's no, he has no social contract with, I mean, he, he doesn't understand how normal people act and he just, yeah, it's, how do you explain him? He's, he's, he's crazy. Very, he's very egotistical. He often boasts about his intelligent, but he lacks any social skills. Right. He relies on his friends to drive him around. He'll, uh, he has no sex is something that will never be done. I mean, we're not probably the series finale. He may go to second base despite the efforts of Sarah Farrah Fowler. Exactly. Who is all about. I will wait for you. Amy Farrah Fowler. Sorry. I will wait for you until the end of the earth, but that lady is going to crack at some point and possibly rape him. I don't know what, what's going to (laughs) happen, but uh, Sheldon is just, he has a, a roommate agreement. That's about, 50 pages long, written like a lawyer. I love that. And it comes out all the time with weird clauses and stipulations. Anytime Leonard wants to do something, you know, like, oh, I, I'm going to the roommate agreement, section seven, paragraph C. It's hilarious. You, Your bowel movement was 15 minutes past the schedule. Uh, you now have to do this punishment. I mean, ridiculous. I always love, too, how, how Penny just confounds him because – she to him she is just a dumb blonde and she is just a normal person and it just completely confounds him and the the back and forth between those two because she doesn't take any of his crap no and it's hilarious you know the 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 running gag every episode when he goes across the hall to knock on her door and he knocks three times penny knock 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 penny it's just the play between those two is great i you know, I do have to admit, one of the things, another thing me and you talk about all the time is we love to watch the expressions on the faces behind the scenes yeah. that seem to be impromptu, especially the things that Sheldon will do. If you really pay attention to Penny's face, you can tell that those are genuine facial expressions, probably not scripted, and they kept them in because she's just so, they, they all agree that this is the best job in the world because they are all this close in real life and have so much fun that they're pretty much allowed to do a lot of things that most shows probably wouldn't let them get away with. And I love watching Penius. Like you said, though between those two and some of the comments he says, and then when you look off camera and just like in the background and just see her face, it's amazing. And I, I love to watch for those moments. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. It's good stuff. Now, uh, our kind of main character is uh, Leonard Hofstetter. He's uh, an experimental, uh, you know, physicist. He's got an mm-hmm. IQ of 173. Uh, you know, he's originally from New Jersey. Now, one thing that they do in this show, they have a really good way of balancing, like, uh, religion without going too far. Like, you have Sheldon, who has the 
over-the-top Christianity, and then you have uh, uh, Howard, who's a Jew, and then you have Leonard, whose mom never held him, never showed any sort of affection, and they really do such a great job of talking about the, I guess, taboo subjects of TV and do it in such a fun, loving, and balanced way. It's kind of one of the heart of the show is how they can get away with doing that, you know? Right, right. And I really enjoy Leonard's mom, how just how cold she is as a character. And you kind of see where he's coming from. And then you see the flip side of Sheldon's mom, who is completely off of a rocker, but at the same time just loves her son, but totally tells him how crazy he is, you know? And then you have Howard's mom. Who you never see. She's like, what's that show, uh, Home Improvement, where you never got to see the guy's face, only the upper half? Right. It, this one, you only hear her voice. And it wasn't until last week where you got to see half of her body. Do you remember yeah. that? That was awesome. <laughs> Five years in the making. It was so great. And, uh, yeah, his mom, let's talk about his mom. Um, how crazy is his mom? Yeah, <laughs> Howard's mom, I mean, he he is, here he is, he still lives with his mom. She just screams from off screen the the craziest, most embarrassing things. Um, it's Jewish. <laughs> just, like, have you seen my girdle? I'm busting out everywhere here. Just horrible. You have the, the depiction that they give is that she's just this massive lady who just controls Howard's life is the bane of his existence, but he also, he, he obviously loves her, but is like, ah, oh, he's so tired of her. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It's pretty funny, especially once spoiler alert, once, um, Howard and Bernadette got together and she had to start dealing with Howard's mom. Mm-hmm. That was great. And, uh, eventually when he went to spoiler alert, Went to be an astronaut, and and he ended the se- last season taking off into space, and uh, his, you know, he kind of had to call his mom and call Bernadette, and he didn't even move out of the house yet. Yeah. And uh, I just I like the three the three um, love triangle between Bernadette, his mom, and Howard because there's always the mom who never wants to let her son go, and then you have the wife who uh, is doesn't want to steal your son away, but is very frustrated with your mother. And it's a, it's a common dynamic, which is why I think a lot of people really enjoy that, uh, three, you know, love triangle, you know, as weird as it sounds, it's good. Uh, and then we have, uh, Raj who I love Raj. Uh, he's a guy who's from India and uh, he's still, I think he's still a virgin. I don't know. He, uh, I don't know if he is still now or not, but the, he was because he was Howard's best friend. And they had to hire a prostitute for Howard yeah. at one point. So I don't know if Raj went ahead and did that. But Raj is very in touch with his feminine side, very, very much. And they're really toying with where they're going to take him. Uh, with guys or girls is kind of how I'm feeling with this spoiler alert newest season. Uh, where do you think they're going to take this guy? Yeah, I don't know, man. Raj is one of the characters I think, I think is the character that is transformed the most from the beginning of the series to now. I mean, in the beginning it was the running gag 
that he couldn't talk to girls unless he was drunk. So anytime Penny would talk to him, he'd have to whisper to Howard and Howard would have to relay what he had to say because he was so shy. And you go forward into the series and he gets past that. And at some points he's the big ladies man trying to pick up all the girls at the bar. And, and uh, there's the, the one episode that really broke it was when he went and hung out with the three girls, uh, girls night out with the, him and the three girls. And that kind of broke that barrier for him. And I think he's the one who really, that they, they do the most with as far as, transforming him as a character and so i am kind of curious to see where he goes this year because he is kind of in flux as far as uh where he's going right now yeah i agree i think you made some good points there i think he is definitely come the come the most not i wouldn't say full circle because i mean there's still a lot of questions about him but you're right he no longer has to drink to talk to women and he's kind of becoming a little bit more confident in himself because there was always the whole Oh, I'm going to go be a loser while you guys are out on a date. I'm going to go take a walk and, you know, be by myself and then come back in and say, oh, I forgot my jacket. So he was always the lonely and depressed guy. Hey, can I go look at Asian porn? You know, I mean, all that stuff. He's just, he's definitely come a very long way. And, uh, and then we'll talk about his sister in a little bit, but the one, the one, the one thing I do love about Raj though, too, is you have the dynamic between Raj and Stuart, the comic book store owner who he and Raj and Stuart always seem to get paired up when, when everyone goes out with their, their significant other Raj always seems to go, well, I guess I'll hang out with Stuart and Stuart's more than happy because Stuart is the lonely loser who (laughs) no one wants to be with and, and so he's cool to hang out with them, and they do kind of play that weird dynamic between the two of them. He loves Penny. He thinks that Penny is the most beautiful woman he's ever seen. But there's a lot of uh, uh, there's a man. It's the jokes between Raj and Stuart can go over. Like if my daughters watch this show with us, so yeah. definitely go over their head. But they're so. Um, like they're homoerotic. Or, exactly. That's the word I'm looking for. Where you're just like, Raj, are you going there, man? What's the deal, dude? Seriously. But then he just recently, um, <laughs> in, in the most recent episodes, you know, he he had the uh, the one weird girl at the comic book store show up and then ditch him. And exactly. And you're like, is Raj finally gonna get a girlfriend? All right, you know. Um, I'll never forget when the girl who was on Terminator, the Sarah Chronicle, um, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. She was on the episode and they were on a train and he wasn't drunk and he was talking to her and it was really making Howard upset until Howard said, dude, you're not drinking alcohol. But he was real suave with her and she was really liking him, but hating Howard, you know. Um, So let's talk about Penny. Now, Penny is uh, very, very cool. She's from. Omaha, Nebraska. So she's kind of a tomboy. She's very tough. She, I mean, she's definitely one that could pull out a gun and shoot you right between the eyes if she really had to. But uh, her and Leonard, you know, Leonard's loved her since day one. And as a joke said when they uh, broke up, spoiler alert, at one point, he said, well, it's okay. You know, I have been in this relationship two years longer than you have. <laughs> I always love that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Penny is, uh, you know, she's a waitress and she works at the Cheesecake Factory and she wants to be an actress. And her and Sheldon really go at it where Sheldon will complain about her service and she's like, it's okay, I spit in your burger and, 
you know, Sheldon's all about got to wash the hands and stuff. And that's always fun to watch. But I really like how they've taken her and Leonard's character kind of up the mountains, if you will. Like they're they're together. They're not. They're together. They're not, you know, and you kind of get the best of both worlds. You don't have to wait till the end of the show for the couple that, that you love the most to get together. But you don't have them together the whole entire time either, so you still get that sexual tension, if you will. Right. It's they're they're the nerdy Ross and Rachel, where they're on and they're off. And the show, I mean, they are kind of the the two lead characters of the show that most episodes are written around. And uh, it it is kind of cool, you know, the the play between them and the oh man, they they're together and things are great, and then they're not. And she gets all Penny gets all the great one-liners too. She gets all the great comebacks and just the reactions to the nerdiness when she walks into their apartment all the time. Agree a hundred percent. I love it. You know, remember the episode where they're ta- they had who's the smartest? And she walks in at that and says, We're gonna settle this once and for all. Who is in this movie? And they're like or like I can't remember what she was saying, but she was asking basic general knowledge questions. Right. Like, that they were just like Sheldon and, and Leonard, like, uh, <laughs> get it, you know? So I love it, especially now that she is starting to accept the geekness right. of, uh, of Leonard, you know, where she'll throw out a Star Wars reference and he'll just give her a kiss because, oh, my baby's learning the Star Wars, you know? And, and you know, they, they kind of hint at what she was like beforehand because she always talks about, you know what have you know she'll see a guy in a restaurant like oh man I dated that guy and oh this it, different things will be brought up and she'll be like oh yeah i've done that before and leonard's always like what you did what before you know so they they hinted what kind of background that she has but they never really come out and tell you like they have with other characters i mean sheldon at one point said well based on the trajectory of this time and stuff you've slept with 35 men right what are you talking about and he goes okay well you must have started having sex when you were 16 no it was 14 oh okay we'll make that 38 men <laughs> oh can i get another drink you know they definitely mess around with her promiscuousness right. if you will. but uh, she's a great character she is really, really fun, has a great heart, and I love the chemistry between her and Leonard. And funny enough, reality check, those two got together in real life. Um, I believe after season one, I want to say. Nice. So uh, I don't think they're still together now, but uh, maybe they did get back together. So good stuff. Oh, man. Now, let's talk about uh, a recurring character that happened between season one and two and three. Now, this is kind of funny because there were always jokes about, well, why don't we call the girl from Blossom? But it never this was during the time when Sarah Gilbert came on as Leslie Winkle. This is yeah. she was from Roseanne, who was uh, Jonathan uh, Galecki's uh, boyfriend. You know, this is what was her name in Roseanne? She was Darlene. Darlene. So Darlene comes on the show, and at some point, I mean, this was like a Roseanne, uh, like uh, renew uh, reunion because Sheldon's mom is Roseanne's sister, Lori Metcalf. Yeah. And then you had Sarah Gilbert on there, and you had so it was like, okay, all you're missing now is John Goodman and Roseanne, and there you go, you know. But what I love about Leslie uh, is her interaction with Sheldon. 
because Sheldon thinks he's he's the king of the king and the kings, and she can always tear him apart. What do you think? Yeah, it was good. She was she was the one. She was so dry. I mean, Sarah Gilbert, all all of her roles, pretty much. She plays that real dry kind of the way she played Darlene, and she just would just tear him down, and he'd it would he, it would always kind of stop him in his tracks. Like, oh man, like I I might have found my equal. Hey. Like, you know, and it it was always pretty funny, and then obviously the the interaction between her and and Leonard, because you know, just as kind of the the inside joke, the throwback to to Roseanne to see Darlene and David, who were you know married on that show, uh, kind of hooking up on this show, it was kind of funny. Yeah, there was a lot of casual sex going on with Leonard, and then at one point Howard, and but she's very uh, dry emotionally, so she'd be like, "Get out of here," you know. Yep. You know, I'm done with you. See you later. You know, uh, I do love it though when she was with Howard and the mom's like, "Is she do or like, are you okay?" And just like she screamed, "We're in the bedroom having sex." <laughs> Is she Jewish? And then he's like, "Are you?" No. Yes. You know, it was just I really enjoy her character. She was really funny. She wasn't in a whole lot. She was just in season one, two, and part of three, and then she just kind of kind of ducked out. Uh, but she was, uh, she was good times, man. It was kind of like a mini Roseanne reunion. Good time. Right. Exactly. So we kind of touched about, uh, Bernadette, but Bernadette essentially started coming in, uh, around season three, uh, and then has been around kind of a, a recurring character nonstop. And, uh, she's just, uh, she's initially a waitress who worked with Penny trying to pay her way through graduate school and all that kind of stuff. And, um, it kind of, it was what was it? A blind date, right? Where Howard and her got together. They hated each other. And it wasn't until they started talking about their moms that they kind of hit it off. Right. Yep. So overall, man, uh, like you said, she really brings out the best in Howard and kind of completed him as a character. He really stopped doing the real stupid clothes. You know, Howard was definitely the one that was all about uh, looking terrible. Absolutely terrible, man. So. Yeah, he was a big fan of brightly colored polyester pants. That was that's not cool. Now, uh, Amy Farrah Fowler um, is really, I mean, she essentially is the female version of Sheldon, but with um, social skills. Would you agree with that to a certain point? I mean, she's not 100% social like Penny, but she's really the opposite of Sheldon, but with more social skills. Yeah, you can tell that she led a kind of a sheltered life in the way that she acts and the way that she talks. She's um, very similar to him. You know, she's, uh, I love when she and Sheldon argue about who's smarter, whose work is more important. And they talk about, you know, what, what she's doing versus what he's doing. And it, it, it I love that kind of stuff. It's funny. It's a d- debate on who's, who's more important to society with what they do. Exactly. So kind of touching back what I said before of kind of going through this season. So in season one, uh, kind of the the big thing is you really don't see uh, how Sheldon and Leonard kind of became roommates until I think it was season three or four when he tells Penny how they got together. So at first, like the elevator, when you go upstairs, the elevator it has a, you know, a caution tape around it. Yeah, it's always broken. Yeah, you don't actually find out what's wrong with that until I think season three or four. So spoiler alert. 
But uh, essentially, in season one, Sheldon loses his job for insulting his new boss, uh, finds his, in- his ego is bruised by a child prodigy, if you remember. So during season one, Raj is first learning that he can't talk to women, only when he's drunk. And, uh, and uh, Penny and Leonard, they finally do go out, but they don't go out until the season finale. Right. You kind of see the buildup of from day one, you know, he really was in love with her, but it wasn't until the season finale in season one that they get together and stuff. And uh, season one only had 17 episodes. Now, these shows are only a half hour long. So really, 17 episodes isn't a whole lot. Um, but Yeah, that first season... I mean, as a lot of when you go back and rewatch first seasons of, of shows, it had a real different look and a real different feel to it for especially early on. Yeah. Um, and you know, and, and the the actors were kind of growing into their roles, and I think you know, and, and the characters kind of grow, growing through what the writers gave them. Um, but they really hit their stride towards the end of season one, I thought, and that's when I kind of got on with the show. I was kind of like you said before, it would be on and it would just kind of be background noise to me. It was towards the end of season one where I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. And uh, I think that's when they really started to hit their stride. And then they and they started playing more with the dynamic between Penny and Leonard. Exactly. And that would build on into, uh, into season two. Now, season two got a bunch more episodes. They got uh, pushed up to 20, 23 episodes. Okay season two and in season two uh it begins with a uh, huge character development including sheldon becoming more and more obsessive in his compulsiveness and uh, leonard and penny's relationship takes a turn for the worst in season two and that's when they break up right but eventually it gets quickly resolved and uh, it produces more into a stronger friendship than it did before while Sheldon and Penny's friendship slowly begins. So that's kind of where you get the really fun dynamic, especially in the laundry, like when they do laundry. That's kind of where these two really are. They're by themselves. I, I kind of feel when Penny and Sheldon are together, they act different one way than they are together. Because one thing she does that I love is, oh, sweetie, you know, oh, baby, you know. Yeah, she, and she, she tolerates him more when it's just the two of them. Yeah, it's like he says... what's the word I'm looking for? It's like he's more kind of open with her. I think Sheldon is more open with Penny than any other character in the show. And I don't think it's necessary like he thinks of her as a mom character, but just that, you know what, you're beneath me, but I can talk to you because you're not really going to understand what I'm saying. Well, even little things like one of my favorite little little running things throughout all the shows is is – Sheldon's web series about flags that he does that just cracks me up. And there was the one, the one episode where he brings Penny on to talk about flags of the flags of the world. And she teaches him, she gives him some of her acting tips and, and always, and you know, he's not going to take anything from her. She's too dumb to teach him anything. And he actually accepts it and kind of changes and actually goes over and thanks her for making his show better and all that. And she's like, wow, that was the, you just made my day. And it's little things like that, that I love because for the most part, like you say, when they're around everyone, the two of them are always sniping at each other. Exactly. 
Definitely agree. Well, uh, what was I going to say? It was driving me crazy. Bazinga. Bazinga. Yeah. That's kind of his, uh, it's kind of Sheldon's uh, word, if you will, which is always funny. But I I guess hopefully it'll come back to me later because it had something to do with Sheldon and Penny. It's driving me crazy what I was going to talk about. But oh well. Soft kitty. Oh, man. As you guys know in the intro, I right. I end the intro with uh, with Soft Kitty. Man, I really dig that song. They have shirts all about that now. It's really gone into pulp, uh, pop culture. And yeah. you got to love it when the song starts and if there's a little mistake, no, no, no. You got to start it over again, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll never forget the episode. I'm not sure what season it's in. But uh, for some reason, the guys were gone and uh, Penny slipped in the shower. And she she I think she broke her arm. So Sheldon had to get her dressed. And, of course, Penny wanted him to close his eyes. And as he's getting her dressed, he touches her boob. And he's like, this feels different than an arm. And you just see Penny look up in the sky with disgust and just say, that's not an arm. And he goes, oh, oh. And then he gets, he's like, will you remove your hand, please? <laughs> and that's kind of where the whole car thing started. Do you realize that you have a check engine light on? You know, and that's where he starts to criticize how her car is, you know. And uh, I that's kind of where the Soft Kitty thing started was in that episode. Right. So, so I really dig the Soft Kitty thing. It's really funny. It's really cute. Really easy to remember. But mm-hmm. it kind of is those two. It's those two things. You know, between those two, it's their thing. Because they don't do really Soft Kitty with anybody else. There's one episode where Sheldon's mom does it to Sheldon. But really, it's always Penny and Sheldon and uh you know when she's I think she was drunk and she had to have uh Sheldon sing it to her but uh, you know I need it because I'm depressed you're just tired well tired is part of depressed I can't remember what she says but that's kind of it's kind of a secret thing that nobody knows about is is the relationship between Penny and Sheldon and that's kind of where you start to feel real heart you know, in these two characters. So I really enjoy these two. It's good times. So Uh, in the season finale of season two, Penny hints at her true feelings for Leonard. Now there's a thing that Penny does. She does not say the words, I love you. Um, Probably because, you know, she's been with a lot of guys and Leonard, of course, has not been with a lot of women. Uh, Howard's character remains similar to that of season one. He attempts to seduce women Manages to start a short-lived sexual relationship with Leslie Winkle in the second half of the season. And uh, Raj manages to briefly apologize to Penny for what they did in the Griffin uh, equivalency episode. Do you remember that? It's uh, where they think, Penny thinks that they slept together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes along with it and she's devastated and he's like, I really did it, you know. (laughs) Good time. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, every episode, I can honestly say from any season that I've watched, I've never been like, that was a terrible episode. No. Or like, that's an episode I want to fall asleep. There's, oh, and here's what's funny. Because the Big Bang Theory is always on TBS every single day, I can usually tell what time it is. I know on, on Fox, it's on at 530, uh, and I think again, 630. I usually catch episodes, like, uh, I always say to my wife, Oh, I've never seen this one. She's like, just wait for it, you know, because my wife's home during the day, so she watches all of these. She's like, just wait for it. Give it another five minutes. Oh, okay, I've already seen this because usually I'll miss the beginning 
or I've seen the end, but I've never, you know, I've always seen certain episodes in certain pieces, never completely. Yep. And then I find out later, oh, you know, I've already seen it. But here's what's cool about this show. It's all right to watch the same episode over and over again. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I, I've gone back and I've been rewatching some and they're in real random order, too. Um, but they're always great. And there's always things you catch. And there's just there's a lot of callbacks that you can jump in on any random episode and it's fine. It's a great it's a sitcom. There's real loose lines that kind of run throughout the seasons, but you can just jump in on it and it's great. You can enjoy it, but they do, they do have callbacks to previous, even previous seasons that are great. And you're like, Oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, I think that's one of the things that makes the show so great. Now, let me ask you this. How do you think they balance the, the star Wars and Star Trek? (laughs) Because in my opinion, I think they actually, uh, balance it very well. I think a Star Trek fan would be very happy with how the Big Bang handles things, and Star Wars fans would be very happy with how they handle things. What do you think? Um, yeah, I think I think they're they're pretty even handed on the uh, between the two of them. Um, I think a Star Trek fan uh, would enjoy it, although uh, Star Trek fans are soulless people who uh, can't enjoy life, and uh, Star Wars fans are much better. And uh, would enjoy it much uh, equally as well, I, I think. Of course. Now, I do love <laughs> Will Wheaton, though, man. Even though he's from Star Trek, I think he is absolutely priceless. Oh, that was I when, when they're standing in line talking to Will Wheaton. That one, that episode cracked me up. There, he has been on quite a few episodes as of late. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's this bitter hatred. Between Sheldon and <laughs> that goes all the way back to his childhood. Do you remember the uh, reason behind it, sir? I don't remember the reason behind their hatred. I thought it had something to do with you wouldn't sign. I would. <gasps> That's what it was. Yes, you're right. Yeah, he wouldn't. Uh, Will Wheaton wouldn't sign something for him at a convention. And then Will Wheaton says, "Well, my grandmother was dying, and I had to leave." And then, of course, his his grandma's called Mama. You know, that's the thing you can never talk about is his mama. And, yep. and then Will Whedon, you know, uh, after be, after Sheldon sympathizes, just like, no, I'm just messing with you, man. And then that's when the, the hatred would start everything from bowling leagues to uh, doing at the comic book store, doing cards. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was it, it's always great to see the hatred between Will Whedon and Sheldon. And now, spoiler alert. They have become very, very good friends. Yeah. I have to say my favorite episode between Sheldon versus Will Whedon is the theater one where they went to go see Indiana Jones. Yes, that was the one where they, yeah, they're in line. Will Whedon's behind them. And uh, and they're like, we should have got here a little bit earlier, man. No, there'll be enough seats. There'll be enough seats. And the moment Will Whedon shows up, he takes the last three seats because he had two of his friends and, or no, he had three friends causing three friends, yeah, causing the four seats to be taken up, and that preceded Sheldon to do something he's never done before, and that's break the rules, and they steal Indiana Jones, <laughs> have everybody come after them. I I absolutely love that episode. That's my favorite Will Whedon versus Sheldon episode. It's priceless. yeah, it's a funny one, especially because Sheldon and Leonard and all of them show up, and they're at the end of the line. And then Will Wheaton and his 
buddies show up and they're behind them and sh- and Sheldon's bragging about how all oh, you know we're ahead of you blah blah. Will Wheaton makes one phone call. Next thing you know, they're passing through the entire line. Like, see us suckers. We're going in. It's oh, it's great. The look on Sheldon's face just enraged at Will Wheaton. Like you've bested me again. It's true. I love him. I love me some Will Wheaton, man. He is great. And they do have more. Obviously, they haven't really had any guest stars from Star Wars. They have a lot of great Han Solo, Princess Leia statues. Those are always awesome to look at. They really have Star Trek guest stars. Uh, right. What was... Um, they had George Takei, and uh, one of the great episodes was when they had jo- George Takei and Kitty Sackoff, who played Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica, one of my favorite shows. And they both, they show up along with, who is, who is the other one? Oh, oh, and Bernadette was there in Howard's bedroom. Is he uh, and George Takei Sulu is trying to convince him that he's gay, <laughs> and he's trying. And Katie Sackhoff, who's Star Starbuck, is is uh, there as well. It's, that was a funny episode. Just they kept showing up in his in his dream, I guess. Right. Uh, pretty funny stuff. Good stuff. All right, now in season uh, three, pretty much what happens in this season is uh, Penny throws herself at Leonard pretty much right in the beginning after he returns from three months at the North Pole, and uh, their relationship lasts most of the season. Uh, Penny and Sheldon start a quick friendship, though, that can uh, that annoys him. Um, and Will Whedon, that's when he starts to appear and become the arch enemy that we've been talking about. And eventually it breaks up Leonard and Penny. That was at the bowling alley. Remember that? Yep. Uh, that's because uh, in um, Leonard, of course, uh, said I love you to Penny after they did the nasty. And uh, she didn't like that. She Well, she liked it, but she didn't know how to respond because she doesn't say that. So that's when Will Whedon decided to, uh, hey, you know, if I love something, I would let it go. And that's kind of what the breakup started between Penny and, and Leonard. So, yep. And, and uh, one thing I do love, I believe it's in this season, is the fight between uh, who gets to take Sheldon to like Disneyland and oh, they, yeah. and they treat Sheldon like it's their child. They treat the episode like they're divorced parents right. or, or divorced couple. I love that episode. It's absolutely hilarious. I told you not to feed him this or he wouldn't have thrown up on your shoes. You know, <laughs> you should have called me if you were going to be late, you know. I love that episode, man. That, that is funny. That's great. Uh, Howard begins to date Bernadette, and at the end of this season, Sheldon will meet Amy Fairfowler. Now, let's uh, for those of you out there uh, that don't remember, uh, they met. Do you remember how they met, sir? Mm, vaguely. It was the online relationship created by Howard and uh, Ross. They're like, we got to get Sheldon a woman. So they type in all these statistics into this dating uh, website, and they set up a blind date. And immediately they say that I don't want to do coitus. You have to meet my mother. And they like instantly hit it off because they're both the same. And then, you know, that's how everything. But she's not his girlfriend. She's a girl and she happens to be a friend. Yeah, that's how they they hit it off. And that's how their relationship started to build was uh, in season three. So good times and i think i did cover this this one had uh had a what 23 episodes so yep. 
I yep. mean, it, it, I, I believe at this point, The Big Bang had become CBS's biggest show. I mean, at least comedy-wise. This was, yeah. this was the big one. Well, there was, yeah, the, the combination be- between this and How I Met Your Mother were, were getting really big. And then this started really winning a lot of awards. This is when they started winning, you know, the Emmy Awards and things like that in the second season. Um, yeah, and they, they just took off. Yeah. Now, in season four, which uh, premiered in uh, 2010 of September, this was actually where they were renewed for an additional three years extending it through the uh, 2013-2014 season. So we get, uh, we're going to get a, uh, we already had a fifth, we're in the sixth, and we're going to get a seventh season. I love it. So good times. And uh, this was the uh, Sheldon Cooper's first date with Amy Farrah Fowler happened in this season. And uh, this season had, uh, let's see, had about 24 episodes. So that kind of became the common theme. Because obviously season one, you don't want to put all your money, you know, all at once. You kind of want to see how things build. So it seems to be a common theme. You're at 24 episodes. Uh, So good times. Now, a lot of uh, fun things happened in this season. Uh, Penny dates a couple of guys, uh, including uh, Zach. You remember this idiot? Is Zach was Zach the one who played Superman when they, uh, yeah, when they all got together? He's the big dumb guy. Yeah, he's the big idiot, and yep. oh, cool, you know, and he's just where Penny would be upset at Leonard because she realized how stupid he is because she's hung out with Leonard so long. Uh, I really like Zach, man. Um, he was just an idiot and what, such great comedy. Well, yeah, what I loved about him too was that. At one point when, you know, she and Leonard had broken up and she she got together with Zach and she was you could tell she was hoping it would make Leonard jealous. Yeah. And she's I'm just going to be with this guy. And then he starts hanging out with them and he starts becoming buddies with all the guys. He's like, your friends are great. I love these guys. (laughs) And you tell it just tore her up like, no, you're not supposed to be friends with these guys. You know, and like, no, you're supposed to be different. And like he's and then that's like when they went to the comic book shop all dressed up as members of the justice league and he's like i'll be superman cool and she she didn't want to put on the wonder woman wig and she's like no this i like i'm losing him too this was for me where i started so i started at season four and then went back all the way to season one and thank thank the lord for tbs that they that they overkill this thing and just play it every day and if you're lucky on saturday guess what people today's saturday you get two hours of big bang every saturday that's right from uh i believe it's seven to nine am i correct uh i think so okay so yeah and uh what's your local listings yeah check your local listings thank you sir and uh what's really cool is they just started playing the fifth season. They're like, check out the new episodes of the fifth season that we're playing, you know. And I was like, ooh, because there's a lot of episodes I missed in the season five. So I, I got really pumped up when they started to play that. So very cool. Now, uh there's one big character that got introduced in this season, spoiler alert again, and that is uh Raj's sister Priya. Yeah. What do you think of Priya? Priya was pretty great. Priya shows up. Really? And, liked her? Yeah, I liked her, actually. Wow. I liked, because I liked what happened. I liked how she and Leonard, I liked that it, it kind of brought out Raj as a character more, too. Okay. As Priya and Leonard hooked up. And 
Raj had to react to that. And I thought it was cool. I mean, she was short-lived, you know, uh, like a lot of these kind of characters that come through, sisters like Sheldon's sister, um, kind of come through and disappear again. But yeah, I liked I liked her on there. Now, I do admit, her character really did uh, make some great storylines because really we got to see how much Penny really regretted breaking up with Leonard. Right. There was a lot of great uh, uh, female character moments between her and Bernadette and, and Amy that there was like, let's go, let's go hate on her. Let's go destroy this. You know, a lot of great, great episodes. I think that's where Raj actually came along during one of the things, but uh, I'll never forget because uh, I think Priya is a is a lawyer, if I remember yep, correctly, yep. and she found the clause or miss in uh, the roommate agreement, so therefore she challenged uh, Sheldon. Right. And uh, her thing is she cannot let her parents know that she's dating an American. Because uh, if you don't know this, Raj's family is loaded with a crap load of money. And there was one point where Sheldon, thanks to good old Amy, was able to fight back and say, I got uh, you got one minute, 60 seconds to uh, sign this new roommate agreement or a, or a phone call is made to your parents. Oh, you're you're BS and whatever. It's not going to happen. And that's when they start to realize Sheldon's for real. It's one of my favorite episodes, man. Yeah, it's a good one, man. It is good. I really dig it. Uh, but I, I enjoy the scenes of uh, the episodes of Penny just like, I really can't stand her, where you get the awkward going up the stairs and they can't stand each other to, I don't want to say a word to you, to like, would you like to come with us, you know? and uh, Or where uh, Leonard finds out about Penny's accomplishments and starts to talk about her and Priya is not down with that whatsoever. I thought you were over her, you know? So a lot of great, uh, I wouldn't say bickering, but a lot of great tension is in the season that, right. you, that you didn't get before. That is kind of why this is one of my favorite seasons. Even though I'm not a big fan of Priya, I appreciate her character and the tension that her character brought right. the in thing, the season. The, th- the thing with Priya is, I mean, you have to have something at this point when you've you've put Leonard and Penny, you know, back and forth together and off together and off that they, they, they you use Priya as a great uh, plot device to kind of show that Penny still has feelings for Leonard and you can use the, the you know, you have to have something then, or it's just going to be, it's the getting back together and breaking up thing is going to get real old, right. you know, through the seasons. So the, the using Priya as the plot device to kind of show where Penny's feelings truly lie and you can see that and you you have the kind of animosity between the two of them and it, and she was kind of central you know with Leonard with Penny with with Raj in kind of progressing their characters a little bit you know and and showing new sides of them which you have to do or else they get stale right exactly uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely, and kind of funny enough on all of our previous episodes, we kind of started to say after season four, things got kind of weak, you know, 21 right. jump street, so on and so forth. But for big bang, it's been getting stronger actually from season four, you know, season five, I have a lot of great memories and episodes that I'm just like, it's solid man from beginning to end and it's not slowing down. It's just getting better, man. I'm really, that's why I love this show so much, which is, I mean, obviously 
It's the number one comedy show there is. And it's for good reason because it doesn't get stale. There's always some interesting way of doing new sort of twist on old kind of storylines, if you will. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, they, they do a great job of, of bringing in characters, introducing characters and kind of weaving them in and not really uh, sometimes like we, like we say the Priya to upset things, but really they, they weave in new characters all the time to really help with the story and to kind of progress what they want to do with it. And they, like you say, they, they don't get stale. I, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm hoping that in 10 years, when we're doing our, our, you know, our 10 year anniversary of CCP, <laughs> and we, as we look back on a big bang, I hope we can say that, you know, yeah, man, the sixth season was awesome too, you know, and, and that it didn't, you don't look back and go, Oh, it didn't hold up after the fourth season or fifth season. You know, yeah. um, the writing on the show is just, I think that's more than anything. The writing on the show is what makes it so great. And in making these characters and the situations, you know, that that's what makes especially sitcoms, man, because you can get hacky real easily. Yeah. You know, it's real easy to fall into the old traps of sitcoms. Um, there's so few great ones anymore. And uh, they seem to kind of be avoiding the pitfalls and making it cool and making it hip and doing doing just stupid little things like bringing Sarah Gilbert back. Or you get Stephen Hawking to, to do a cameo on the show as he battles Sheldon. You know, I mean, just weird little things like that that you're like, why would, wow, I couldn't even, I wouldn't even imagine Stephen Hawking would come on this stupid sitcom, but he did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, uh, you make some, uh, you make some really great points, man. You know, that's kind of the big difference, you know, uh, one of the, obviously the show that I love the most is, uh, you know, not Knight Rider cause that's my all time favorite show ever. And if you like Knight Rider, go check out the shadowy flight, the podcast plug. dedicated to uh Knight Rider. Yep. Plug. But uh, Supernatural is my favorite show. But Supernatural usually has a general storyline, and then they have what's called quote-unquote filler episodes. But with the sitcom, there's not really a specific storyline that you have to deal with. It's just every episode is kind of its own thing. You know, it, it all right. it all flows together. But it just amazes me how week after week after week, I'm constantly laughing. I'm constantly enjoying myself. And... You know, that's kind of the only bad thing about reviewing a show that's still currently on the air is you can't look back and say, was it full blown 100 percent great from beginning to end? You can only just go from what you've had in the past till now. But I the way the the way this is holding up, man, I I still don't think they've peaked. I really don't. You know, and that's that's a good thing. You don't want your show to peak. And I think it's because they have so much fun. And you're right. The writing the writing is the backbone of a show. I mean, any without great writing, what's the point of a show, right? So right. the writers, I think, have fun writing the show. Uh, the actors love each other for real and love working together. And I'm, I'm excited to see where this show is still going to go. And um, I hope it lasts more than seven seasons. I really do, man. So Yeah, me too, man. All right, so we are in season five. Now, here's pretty much what happens in season five. So spoiler alert if you're still listening and you're not even up to this season, why are you listening? So here you go. Uh, Penny regrets her sleeping with Raj, as we kind of talked about earlier. Uh, But eventually she finds out that she really didn't sleep with Raj, but becomes very good friends with Leonard uh, after Leonard breaks up with Priya. So thank God that finally happened. She got out of the picture. Now, Amy, in this season, really pushes Sheldon 
to get into a relationship and become boyfriend and girlfriend. Now we're going to talk about last week, except not, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, what, how their relationship has officially come to a certain point. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Right. Uh, Penny develops her own posse. You know, she officially has Amy and Bernadette in her corner at all times. It's always girls night out. Let's talk about how stupid our boyfriends are, but we still love them. And uh, this is where you get the proposal of Howard and Bernadette. And uh, it ends the season with uh, Howard. Um, they're getting married, and he takes off in a rocket. So, <laughs> Right. Uh, pretty interesting. And uh, Leonard and Penny, they do start to do 2.0. You know, they, they are going to take it slow is how they say that they're going to take the relationship, which I'm cool with. I like how they're doing this because it's not your typical boyfriend and girlfriend getting back together. It's now, okay, we have a lot of history together. Our friendship is deeper, but I think we should take things progressively slow, you know. Which, which as it would be, and from past experience trying to do that, is hard for Leonard to do. It's hard for him to step back and slow it down when you've, been with somebody before and then like get back it's like well so we're right back together right <laughs> she's like no we're starting over basically like yeah. like no we have to get to know each other again like oh man and they literally do a date like that where they yeah. get to know each other hi i'm leonard this is what i do you know and leonard always blows it always blows it they'll have a perfectly good night and he'll say something completely off the wall pisses off her and the night is over yep. you know uh, I do love the nights, the episodes, though, where, uh, okay, for example, I'm not sure what season it is, but they have the Lord of the Rings ring, and they're, yes. all, and they're all fighting over it. And right. there, there comes a point where whoever drops the ring first, uh, whoever holds on to the ring, wins the ring. And they get to the apartment, and she comes in and says, what are you guys doing? Oh, you know, we got to hold this ring and whoever, you know, holds it the last gets to have it. She goes, oh, okay. I just want to let you know I have Victoria's Secret underwear in here. And she winks at him and goes in. What does he do? I'm out. And yep. I just go, I was like, that's my boy, man. Good times. So, uh, but I just, I love little moments like that where they get into an argument. She comes knocking on his door. He's like, what do you want? I thought you were mad at me. And then she grabs him by the shirt and just brings her into apartment. And he's like, what are we doing? Just shut up and let's go in the bedroom. You know, <laughs> it's kind of how they are. And yep. I just always laugh at those moments, you know, because in a way they have a love hate relationship, but not really, you know, it's, yeah. it's so it's different. You don't really see relationships like this today on TV. So it's good stuff. I agree. So uh, let's talk about the current season, sir. Season six. Oh, boy. And this, this sucker ends pretty soon, man. We get to the last episode, I believe, is in May. So. Okay. All right. So a lot of interesting things have happened in the current season. Um, the last episode that we just watched, um, Sheldon decided, well, he did get, uh, what was it? He got a new partner or receptionist. What is, what's the thing he got? Um, that, that girl where he did sexual harassment against her, remember? Oh, yeah. She's, she's like his, his uh, temp or his, his, his assistant. So, yeah. He, yeah, she was his, his intern, yeah, that he, 
his, his intern, and uh, he essentially had uh, sexual harassment filed on him because of his comments made to her. And I really enjoy where I need you to buy Amy uh, a birthday present. You know, go find all this great stuff. I love she's she's like, you know, I gave up a, I gave up a job with such and such and such and such to, to be here. He's like, great. Now you can go get those presents for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I better make them perfect, too. Yeah. And of course, the best present he takes for himself. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. He's like, oh, this is perfect. I'm going to keep this one for myself. <laughs> now, what do you think of when uh, Amy finds out that she's the emergency contact on his list? Yeah, that's the big present, the the most perfect present he could come up with for her was to give her his work form at the university that shows that she is now his emergency contact in case something happens. And she is, she loves it. Like, this is the best, right? This is, oh, this is amazing. This is, because this is like the first step of real affection that he's shown towards her, like accepting her as, he always jokes that she's not my girlfriend. She's a girl, we're friends, that's it. But then she finds out the downside of being Sheldon's emergency contact. And what's that? The fact that he is a total hypochondriac. (laughs) And that every single little thing that happens to him is an emergency, which she she must leave her research to go and check on him to burp him or to take care of that hangnail that he thinks is something major that has to go to the hospital and all these little things that he keeps calling for. It's it's pretty funny. It's pretty true. Now, let's talk about um, some of the different directions that they're taking uh, in this newest season. For one, Howard came back and, uh, you know, he they showed him in space. Luckily, it was only for like three episodes because was, yeah, was, like, was getting old. I was like, please don't drag this out any longer. But I like the fact of how he he feels kind of uh, insignificant, if you will. Like, dude, I was up in space. Why can't you guys give me any praise for that? Nobody really gives a care. That he was up in space, you know. I love how, how about the second episode after he gets home, everyone's just like, dude, are you going to keep bringing up that space thing? He's like, <laughs> I was in space. Like, yeah, we know. You don't have to bring it up anymore. <laughs> He's like, man. You know, but then they'll be they'll be high-fiving each other about stupid little things that each other do. And he's like, I was in space. <laughs> right. Um, I I like the Russian guys that he was up yeah. there with. But they were pretty funny. Um, now they did take Leonard and Penny to an interesting dynamic. They kind of played the same thing they did before, but they kind of took it to a new level. Uh, earlier Leonard had said, I love you in bed to Penny. This time they take it to the next step where he proposes to Penny in bed. And man, do we see some fallout there, my friend? Well, and he had, Kind of, that was kind of a running gag too, though, is that he kept proposing to her all the time. Right. And she'd say, no, no, that's not going to help. I mean, because I remember one episode earlier on, maybe it was when they were dating the first time, where she sees one of her boyfriends from years before, and and he's at this nice restaurant that they're all at, and she sees him, and then all of a sudden he's proposing to his his new girlfriend, and she's getting really jealous, and yep. Leonard gets down on one knee, she's like, no, don't even do Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I love it. Um, now, they have, in a way, resolved that storyline by simply saying, um, I believe at one point, Penny did say, you know how much I love you, and then Leonard would say, are you telling me you love me? 
Mm-hmm. She goes, yeah, I guess I am. And it took this many seasons for those words to come out, but she's still not ready for the full commitment. And Leonard came to a point where he says, spoiler alert, uh, that, you know what? I won't ask you to marry me anymore. You have to. Right. And it was kind of like, what? She's like, are you breaking up with me? No, 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 no. You know, I'm, I'm letting you know that you, you know, I still want to marry you, but I'll leave it up to you. But you have the power now. Yeah. When you do, you better go all out. You know, I want <laughs> I want the roses. I want I want knee, the whole thing. And I like how in a way they wrap that up, but it could be totally taken to a new level. You know what I mean? But for like next season, right. how, you know, it's like, is it going to. You know, is she going to, you know, I mean, it could easily halfway through next season. She says, will you marry me? You know, and you could get the season finale that they're married and you get in season eight and it's like, well, now he can no longer live with Sheldon. They're living together. And how is Sheldon going to deal with the fact that Leonard's not there? So you could totally take this into new territory, you know, and still keep things interesting and still keep things funny. I really like how this where this can go. Yeah, I'm in no rush to have the wedding, though, because it's just kind of been my experience with sitcoms, especially that uh, the wedding and then the subsequent baby that always seemed to follow really help shows jump the shark for me. Right. That um, really it's hard because it really does completely change the dynamic of the show, no matter how hard you try it for it not to. It really changes it. So I. I. I'm assuming that that will happen eventually. I'm just not in a rush for it yet. I agree. I agree. I, I was just saying big picture where things could go. But the writing is so good, though. I think the writers are more clever enough to see what has happened in the past and not and not follow that, you know, train wreck, if you will. Right. Didn't, right. didn't that kind of train wreck friends when it happened? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, that, it got to the point where I couldn't even watch it anymore because it was just – it was everything. You had the wedding, you had babies, you had it all. And it was like, everything I love about this show is completely changed now. Yeah. And it's done that with a, with a, a few shows that I've really enjoyed where it's just like, you know, like it's, I have a hard time with it now. Cause this is not the show I liked. Right. Um, in this season, you know, Sheldon and, uh, Amy, uh, have definitely become closer to the point of, you know, touching and, you know, rubbing, uh, you know, uh, rub, vapor rub on her chest and, you know, kind of being tricked into it, if you will, but having Sheldon take care of Amy. But, uh, you know, now he, she, he has her on the emergency contact list and she, he was actually holding her at one point. So their relationship's kind of building a little bit more, but he has this one guy that he is a complete enemy with at work that I absolutely love. With the lisp. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sheldon, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> you doing, Sheldon? You know, it's like you're just waiting for spit to come out of this guy's mouth. He's great. I really love this guy. He is phenomenal. He's hilarious. He's like uh, the other guy, uh, but way better. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, what is his name? Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm I'm drawing a blank. I for, I'd forgotten about him until you even brought him up. <laughs> name Kevin? No, not Kevin. No. Oh gosh, what is his name? People are yelling at us right now. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he is funny, and he he does he shows up in, in weird situations, and uh, you know is really the 
the guy who battles Sheldon for supremacy in the labs and who's who's the smartest one out of the two of them and and actually best Sheldon a lot. Is it Barry? Barry sounds correct. Yeah, Barry Kripke. Yeah, it's Kripke. Kripke. Yeah, they yeah. call him by Kripke. Yeah. Yep. Hilarious guy. Absolutely yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, there there was like one point, uh, I believe it was last episode, about uh, him mistaking Sheldon and Penny, or not Penny, Sheldon and uh, Amy actually, you know, doing coitus. And he's like, I want all the details. What'd you do, man? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was laughing so hard I almost cried. It was so good. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I really, I really enjoy him. He is great. Uh, now we have Raj, who, as we just talked about recently, is now able to talk to girls. And in fact, he kind of, him and Stuart, as we kind of mentioned before, have gained pretty. I mean, at one point, him and Stuart would only hang out together, and Howard felt like, well, we were best friends. Why don't you want to hang out with me? We'll do. Well, yeah, he he replaced Howard with with Stewart. Right. Exactly. Well, while Howard was in space, you know, Raj had to have someone to hang out with, so Stewart kind of filled the void, and Howard comes back and is kind of the third wheel all of a sudden. Right. You're like, no, no, now we do this. Now we hang out like this. Like this is what me and Stewart do. Yeah, I really enjoy those two together, and it's kind of like you know, me and my wife are always saying. Where are they gonna take him? Are they really gonna take him down that way? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so good stuff, man. I'm really enjoying it. Um, outside of that, uh, that's kind of where we are. The season uh, isn't over yet. Um, as of right now, boy, new episode I think should hit March seventh. So, uh, Leonard, Sheldon, and Howard try to get high school girls interested in science. While Raj plans a date with Lucy. So essentially Raj has his first girlfriend. And she's kind of like, um, you know, she's kind of like Raj, you know, very shy, uh, very shy. Yeah. But I think those two could definitely pull it off together. So, yeah. And I I love the girl that that plays uh, uh, Lucy. Uh, I think her name's Kate Micucci. Um, She is funny. She has a. I know her from, she has this comedy um, music team that she does called Garfunkel and Oates. Okay. They play uh, comedy music and she is just, she's funny. She's got that, she's got a voice real similar to Bernadette's too. Kind of real mousy and uh, I'm kind of interested to see where they go with that. Yeah, I hear you. Um, So overall, sir, uh, I know we kind of touched a little bit on like the future, but how many more seasons are you seeing the show go and... For the end, how would you like this show to end? Because we've never, out of all the shows we've reviewed, we've never had an end, you know, a big picture end game. We always have the end game when we're reviewing it. This time we actually get to experience it, you know, live every week and we have no idea how they're going to end the show. So for you, what do you want for a finale to end the show? Oh man, that's a great question. That is good. Um, I mean, yeah, I hope this show... The main thing is I hope they keep the characters together. I hope you don't have somebody leaving, and I, I don't see that happening. Um, but, you know, I can see this show going on. I can see uh, season 10, you know, down the road here a few years easily. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I think they can keep that going. Uh, where it ends, though, I mean, you've 
probably got the I don't know if you end it with the wedding. I got a feeling that'll probably happen before that point. I agree. Uh, um man, that is a good question. I, I try. I try to think of these things in my sleep. What do I want to ask Jameson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um man, I I just I, I don't know where I see it going. That's the thing I like about this show is I can never kind of project what they're gonna do with these characters. Cool. Um, I like where you're going with the whole wedding thing. Um, I kind of agree with you. I don't think they would end it on a wedding. I think it would happen a little bit beforehand. Uh, I could definitely see 10 seasons. Now, how many seasons did Friends go? Oh, that was more than 10, I think. Because you don't, uh, we have, you don't want to overstate your welcome, you know. That's the, that's the thing is, is finding the right time to go out. But you know, some shows like the office, for example, I thought the office had kind of ran its run a few seasons ago, probably two and a half seasons ago. I was like, I'm done with this. And they kind of retooled and uh, reconfigured their cast after, you know, losing Steve Carell, you know, the star. And they've actually been pretty good since then. Like they kind of picked up new steam. Now I think they're towards the end of their run now, finally. Um, but yeah, it, it is, you don't want to overstay the welcome. And I hate that when shows like, okay, this thing's done. And I used to love this, but they're just trotting it out there for no reason. You know, you don't want that. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, I think the last episode will in some way, shape or form revolve around Sheldon and Amy doing the coitus, man. That's kind of where I'm seeing the last episode take place. Everybody flying away in a hot air balloon. Yeah. Um, I definitely see um, Howard and Bernadette probably have a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I see Leonard and, and Penny definitely getting married. I see Amy and Sheldon definitely together. And then we have Raj, who hopefully this this girl will turn out to be his Penny, Bernadette, you know, Amy, whatever the case may be. Um, I'm hoping that... I mean, maybe for drama's sake, they might have Sheldon and Amy break up at some point. You know, I mean, I hope they kind of did, didn't they? When they were eating lunch, um, and they make up real fast, though, really fast. Like, right by the next episode, they're all good to go. Um, it's always like, well, this is done. It sure is. Okay, yeah. see you later. <laughs> and then you call. He calls her the next night. He's like, "Hey, you have my pills? Yeah, they're right here." And it's like nothing ever happened. I love the monkey. You remember that one with the yeah. testing the monkey? He's like, "Yeah, he's kind of an ass." And then he blows the cigarette smoke in his face. Oh, I love that. Yeah, episode. she's. I love she's she's testing <laughs> cigarettes on monkeys. <laughs> she's she's skyping in with Sheldon and oh. just screaming at these monkeys off screen about it. It's good stuff, but uh, I don't know, man. To be honest with you, I really don't have. I want to see this. I'm just I'm along for the ride because every week I sit down, and most shows don't make me laugh out loud. I kind of snarkle or I kind of like smile, but I don't full out just like laugh out loud, really loud. And this show every week does. You know, even the sh- episodes I've seen over and over and over again, I always find something that I laugh at. And that's it's a hard thing to find in shows today. That's true, man. There's there's only a couple of shows that I every week get me laughing. This and Modern Family are the two shows that I know I'm going to get an actual laugh watching them. Yeah. 
So uh, before we end our talk on this, we always talk about the the big one, and that's the theme song, sir. So we we can't miss the theme song on this show, man. Every show we've done so far has an awesome theme song. So uh, what do you think of the theme song? Because I'm not a big uh, Bare Naked Ladies fan, but Mm -hmm. I think it's a good song, man. I think it's a I think it's a really good theme song. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge Bare Naked Ladies fan. My wife is a big was a big fan of them at least. Um, he worked, so I, yeah, I mean, years ago when we were dating, um, she was a big fan. So I I was exposed to a lot of Bare Naked Ladies, which is why I'm not a fan. And um, <laughs> but the uh, the theme song's good. It's it's catchy. My kids love it. They know as soon as it comes on, um, you know, first first words, they know the song. They love it. It's Good Our graphics. Whole universe, you know. Immediately, yep. my my daughter is like banging her head already. You know, I like yep. how fast it is. You know, it really goes yeah. super fast. And uh, the thing that you can always count on is I always love season premieres because it's the same look, but the last screenshot yep. is they always update. different. Yeah, they always update it, and I always like I can always tell what season I'm in by watching that, which is pretty cool. You know, Penny's eating pizza or, you know, then when they added Amy and Bernadette, it was like, oh, that's cool. Amy and Bernadette are now in the room. How cool I like it that? when shows do that. That's one of the things I always loved about that 70s show was even now when I watch reruns of that, they, they shot, it was the same music and the same deal. But, um, you know, it was the all the people, all the all the characters sitting in the car driving along, singing along to the song. Right. And but it always changed like where they were sitting all the time season right. by season so i can tell like ah oh, that's such and such season because kelso's driving okay you know exactly uh and man there's i'm sure there's a lot of stuff that we miss like everything from like the food that they eat they always got to have chinese which i'm telling you man this show has cost me a lot of money cuz every <laughs> time they eat chinese my wife hits me across the chest go get me some chinese you know, and just so you guys know, rule number one, the woman is always right. Rule number two, when the woman is wrong, see rule number one. <laughs> so if you fight and argue about not getting Chinese, you're probably going to have an argument the next day and it's not good. So this show has cost me a lot of money, unfortunately. So Nice. <laughs> you can relate to that, sir, right? Most definitely. Good times. But yeah. I, I love uh, just the various things they eat. And that's that, those are the big scenes that I look for with Penny because a lot of those talks are off the wall and you can just see Penny just rolling her eyes or like laughing under her food or whatever. Yep. Those are the scenes that I look for. So I always enjoy that. And it's kind of cool. They have various things that they do constantly. They're always at the comic book store. They're always eating. But you kind of – it's always – different you know and i i like that i they kind of have a, a formula of various things that they do week in and week out it's right might not necessarily be the same but it's it they always it's familiar though yeah it's familiar and always fun you right know? so all right man do you uh, do you got anything else to say man because i i think we did a pretty good job covering this so far so well i think this is the quintessential big bang theory podcast right here there you go we're gonna be number one on itunes as always so we're number one for 21 jump street we're number one for in living color why not big bang right and that's that's all because of the channel surfers exactly so speaking of channel surfers should we hear what the channel surfers have to say sir i can't wait all right let's hear what the channel surfers have to say
man, our girl Tawana, she wrote me five different emails, all with revi- <laughs> revision one, revision two, revision three. It's like she was watching the show and then said, oh, I missed that. So I, it's kind of a good thing we waited to record so long because I've gotten a crap load of emails from her and revisions and stuff. So I love it. Good time. So our first one we got, of course, was from Lisa the Legend. So uh, here is what she said. Hi, y'all on the channel surfers. I am super psyched for this month's episode. I totally love this show. I've watched since the very first episode. It's one of those shows that have a niche and does really and it does really well with it. It's got great evergreen ability. The characters are really well defined. Everyone has a role and they play well together. You have to love Sheldon and all his almost robotic-like qualities. He's so eccentric, you have to love him. I think Leonard is the leader of the group and seemingly the most normal. Wallowitz is so out there and you have to laugh and expect it. Raj has done great lines and his most emotional of the group. Oh, speaking of which, I remember when he took the drugs, got naked in the coffee shop and he stripped his clothes. <laughs> oh, it's always one of my favorite Raj moments. That just randomly popped in my head. I don't know why. Sorry. Nice. Uh, Penny is a great girl to play on. You can really see them uh, change her and make her want to learn and be more. And I didn't mention this when we were talking about Penny, but I was a big fan of her because uh, the last season of Charmed added her to the show and she really brought out the best in that last season. So, uh, you know, because she was on the John Ritter show, uh, right. you know, uh, eight rules for dating my daughter. And then once he died, they changed the show to eight simple rules. And uh, I I've kind of that's one of the reasons why I watched this show was because she was in it. So I think this is by far my favorite character that she's done. She's phenomenal at it. So good times. Nice. Uh, you can uh, really see them change her and make her want to learn and be more. Bernadette has a tiny powerhouse who fits in without even trying. My favorite since joining has to be Amy Farrah Fowler. She is so funny. I admit I've been a fan since Blossom, but she's a funny actress. I love how she's like Sheldon, but not at the same time. My favorite episode so far has to be from this season where she gets sick and Sheldon has to take care of her. Yes, I was yeah, right. Yeah, that was a good one. It was this season. I was crying laughing that uh, that whole episode. I enjoy the extras they bring in as well. You've got to love the celebrities like Sheldon's nemesis, Will Whedon, uh, LeVar Burton, and many others. I live uh, see- I love seeing Stuart and all the stuff in the comic book store. There you go, Lisa. You are, you are with it. And it's uh, it's in syndication all over the place, and I always enjoy it. I can turn it on and always find something new in the background or an actor trying not to laugh. Dude, she totally said everything that we said. How <laughs> I, I haven't even read this email before. I swear to God, it's awesome. I have no doubt y'all will knock it out of the park. Take care, Lisa the Legend. So, Thank you, thank Lisa, you. for that awesome, awesome email. Good stuff. Next one comes from uh, John, the music man. He's like, hello, Mike and Jameson. I'm so glad you're doing this TV show. I've been a fan since the beginning, and now it's in syndication. I find myself rewatching these shows all the time. So many great episodes, but some of my favorites 
are when they tell the story how they all met and when the elevator is broken, which that's a great episode. It uh, is. Gives you the big background. Yeah, it gives you the big background. And Penny's like, why'd you stay with them? You know, well, the rent was great. And, you know, and what happened to the elevator? And, yeah, I love that episode. That's definitely in my in my top five favorite episodes is that one. Uh, another great one is the more recent one where Wallowitz came home from space and the pie scene at the end had me cracking up. Hmm. Uh, do you remember that pie scene at the end? I remember the pie scene. You do or you don't? No, I'm, okay. I'm... sorry, John, man. You're going to have to hook me up with that info because I totally am spacing it. Uh, also, I do find myself looking around in the apartment and the comic book stuff, all the geek stuff. Dude, we're not the only ones. It's so cool. <laughs> I did uh, I did notice mostly DC stuff and some right. uh, imagines, uh, but uh, very rarely I do see Marvel items. Uh, they're talking about – he's a big Marvel guy. Uh, they talk about it, but not well, – they can't all be right. Right. Yeah, it's okay. We forgive you, sir. And uh, they talk about it, but it's not a lot of figures or comics. Anyways, keep up the great job on the podcast, John the Music Man. So Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. That was awesome. All right, so let's see. Tawana, email one, email two, email three. Oh, here we go. Email seven. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's up, Masunis, Jameson, and the Channel Surfing crew, by the way. This is our last one. Uh, I am so happy you are reviewing The Big Bang Theory. As my favorite TV comedies go, it's right up there with Who's the Boss and Three's Company, Strange Enough. Big Bang Theory was on the air for four years before I finally got around to watching it, same as me. I rented all the DVDs and caught up with it over one glorious weekend and haven't missed it since. Wow. You know, just like Jason said, it's not that hard to burn through these because they're only like what twenty-four minutes long. Because on if that, yeah, D minus the commercials, you're looking at twenty-four minutes. So it really isn't hard to burn through these. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, some of my favorite episodes are the ones with Sheldon's mom, played by the wonderful Lori Metcalf. All the all her episodes are hilarious, and I love how she keeps Sheldon in line. Always priceless, by the way. I love all the characters on the show for. Mo- Part, but my absolute favorite have to be Penny, Sheldon, and Amy. Although most of the time I feel really bad for Amy's character because she is so socially awkward and desperate for attention. Mm-hmm. At the same time, she can also be really ignorant. A uh, really tough combination. I'd, I'd, I'm sad to say that I actually know a couple of people just like her. However, I do love the direction they are taking the Amy and Sheldon relationship this season. That Vapor Rub episode, oh my God, laugh out loud, so funny. Yep. Penny and Sheldon with their triple knocks and soft kitty are good times too. I always look forward to their scenes together. I knew Kaylee uh, from 8 Simple Rules, but this was the first thing I'd seen uh, Jim Parsons in, so I'm glad he is getting all the recognition he deserves. Uh, The only character I have a problem with is Raj and how his inability to speak to women can be inconsistent and played out, lasting way too long. I like uh, his character a lot more if the writers would actually do something with him. Well, and I think they are in in the recent episodes now. I agree. Uh, We will see how things go with Stuart, I guess. The quote-unquote yelling mom routine is getting a bit stale, too. But I do love the actress that plays Mrs. Wallowitz. I remember her from The Secretary from Secret of My Success. <laughs> Dude, speaking of old movies, I just watched The Hard Way last night with uh, Michael J. Fox. and. James. Oh, yeah. Mama said knock you out. Uh. 
man, Michael J. Fox, that's the only movie where he's so annoying, but he still works at the same time. Sure. I, I really dig that movie, Good Times, but that's what got me into LL Cool J was that movie. Really? Yeah. All right. Icky, you sharpshooter, you sharpshooter, you. Remember when uh, he finds out that the guy that he thought he killed was alive and then LL Cool J makes fun of him? You remember that scene? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I could definitely go on and on about this show, but I will finish here by saying that this is one of the few comedies on television that I absolutely that I actually laugh out loud at uh, at more than one scene. Believe me, that's saying a lot for today's standards, which I I agree with you. One. Mm-hmm. All right, that is it for now. See you online. Take care. Diversity. So that's all our emails, sir. Very cool. Thank you, everybody that wrote in. Good times. So. Uh, all right, man. Our next episode, whenever that will be. <laughs> yeah. No promises. No promises. Seriously, you know, the snow is still crazy. Jameson's going to be having a, a new one coming around any day now. So uh, CCP is probably going to be on hold for a little while. Just Yeah, my, my apologies. But uh, yeah, with the, little, with the little girl on the way any moment now, I can't make any promises. But when we do return, we'll keep you posted on Facebook. So if you don't like the Facebook page already, please do so. www.facebook.com slash Changing Channels Podcast. We will keep you updated as things go. Like any TV news or whatever, we'll probably start posting a lot of that there. Granted, most of that stuff goes into the group, uh, the CCP Channel Surfers. That's pretty much where we do all of our talking. It's kind of all of our exclusive fans. So, I mean, that's kind of how kind of how we are with us but if you have any suggestions or, or 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 anything you want to talk about you can also hit us up at cc podcast one at gmail.com is that right very good man you have nice. forgotten sir it's been it's some time off but i got it very impressed and uh on twitter you can follow at cc podcast um so yeah man i'm i'm looking i think this episode was amazingly fun yeah, it was. Because it, I was really looking forward to this one. Yeah, and I'm glad we kind of waited a little bit because we got some more emails in, and uh, you know, just the season's been great so far. And I, I'm, you know, the last episode we left off on was really good and kind of took the story in a new way. So I'm, I'm kind of glad things worked out and we recorded when we did. So I agree. All right. Well, uh, we will catch you guys on the next episode for Mary with Children, whenever that is. But uh, if you want to hear more of Changing Channels. Flip the station over the STL where we're going to go record just one of the guys and we're going to tear that review up. So looking forward to that one, sir. Yes, sir. Good times. All right. Well, uh, you guys take care. Uh, do you have anything you need to say, sir, before we close out? I am good. You're good? Oh, people do need to check out your latest episodes, though, right? Cause... Uh, yes, we had actually two episodes of Movie Mojo Monthly this month. We had our uh, reviewing a good day to die hard and doing our Oscar reviews, uh, both on movie module monthly and, uh, find it on iTunes, which we will discuss further in the, just one of the guys review. So I'm looking forward to it. So I look forward to it. All right. Well, you guys, uh, you guys take care. Soon as out. <laughs>